Welcome into Smooth Operators with your hosts, Noah, Griggs, and Ben, going through the world of Formula One. If you want to interact with the show today, you can tweet at us at Noah underscore Phillips, at Junior underscore McClurkin, and at the Griggs B. It's time for the green flag, and it's lights out, and away we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Smooth Operators. It is a Friday. It's a game day weekend. It's a race weekend, and it's going to be a good weekend. I'm your good friend, Ben McClurkin, sitting alongside Griggs Blinkenberg, Noah Phillips, in the Bradley Basin Studio here in the Melton Student Center in Auburn, Alabama, and I am just so happy to be back. How are you guys? How are we doing? We're doing good. But first, we got to do something. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Noah. Oh, it's not Ben's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Do not let these two spread misinformation over the airways. My That's right. His birthday was yesterday. Was, Sorry. It was Wednesday. Wednesday. Good Lord. Wow. Man. It's all been a blur for me. I don't really. That's what they all say. But Noah turned 21. Happy 21st. Yes. Noah, go have a soda. Welcome to the club, I guess. I'm not in the club yet. But diet soda. I'll welcome you to it. Big diet soda guy. But yes, have we're a, back. Have a diet Coke on me, For buddy. more Formula One coverage. And of course, we have to do it. It's a pre-cap, uh, uh, it's a recap, pre-cap episode. Where pre-cap? We have a pre- a pre-cap? You just invented a new word, I think. I did. That's, I tweeted that out one. this morning with the Weagle. On well, the if, I, thing. if I was more active on Twitter, I probably would have seen yeah, it. Yeah, and if you want to be active on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at SMOP Podcast if you do feel so inclined. It, or now, can we, is it our X page now? X page? Both, brother. What do you mean? Oh, my gosh. Ben's so out of it. He doesn't know Twitter changed their name. Are we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said like our old page. Yeah, it is. It is X now, the app. I thought you said our X page, like we've expatriated to a new Twitter page, Uh, and I would be very concerned about that. In the words of uh, the British, we have gone and lost the bloody plot. But now let's get back to the Formula One, for goodness. It was the Formula One Heineken Dutch Grand Prix 2023 that happened on August 27th, so last Sunday at the circuit Zandervoort in Zandervoort, the Netherlands. Griggs? And what? We've been doing this a year. Oh yes, this is our one year anniversary. Let's clap it up, guys. I thought we should I thought we should start that out before we get into Zandvoort. Um it's our one pronounce year. it like Sandfort but with a Z in front of it. Well that's, that's just an easier to show. way to say it. Uh, we'll talk about the We've been doing that. I've been correcting you on that for a year or two. So um before we get into that, like I just no, wanna sh- say No, we'll just save that for the end. I've okay, we'll save it for the end. We'll, we'll save, save the, the fun end. stuff for the end. You're right. Yes. I should have my yes. bad. My no, bad, buddy. My bad. You had a plan. I forgot. You had no. a plan. It should have given me a notification this morning that was a, a year ago. That I really? That. But yeah, nonetheless, of course, we're stalling because Max Verstappen, of course, won the yeah. uh, the Dutch Grand Prix, followed by Fernando Alonso in second, scoring 19 points for Aston Martin. And Pierre Gasly returning to the podium for the first time since 2021, yes. 15 points for Alpine. Sergio Perez in fourth, Carlos Sainz fifth, Lewis Hamilton sixth, Landon Norris seventh. Alex Albon, 8th. Oscar Piastri, ninth, And rounding out the top 10, the point scorers is Esteban Alcon. But Max Verstappen wins this race by a little bit less of a margin than he's used to. 3.74 seconds. Now, that had to do with the safety cars and the red flags, of course. But mm-hmm. took him 2 hours, 24 minutes, 4 seconds to finish. So a little bit longer of an F1 race because we did have that red flag for... Uh, who who got DNF because of the red flag? Uh, Grenu. Uh, Joe. Joe did. <laughs> yes. 
Guan Yu, Zhou. Zhou, Guan Yu. Guan Yu. Zhou, Guan Yu. Yeah. Uh, along with Charles Leclerc not finishing. Sorry, Noah. No, nah, it's fine, brother. He didn't realize it was your birthday week coming up. No, he didn't. No, no, no. He's going to win it. We're winning it this week. Okay. In Italy. Okay. Picture yeah. perfect moment, boys. Picture yeah. perfect. And then Logan Sargent, of course. That one. We got some more about him coming up later. But, I mean, this was an interesting race just because of the chaos that the weather provided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with that. Um, I was going to say it, this might have been the most entertaining race all season. Uh. That, no, though, hang on, hang on. Before, though, before, before you continue, I thought that might have been because we haven't had racing for that, the whole month leading up to that. No, I, I, think, I think it was legitimate. I think it was legitimately a really good race. Um, and I mean, looking back, you know, it it's probably the most entertaining race that I've watched because there was no open and shut way to go around the strategy. Like there was a lot of diversity in the strategy calls. Um, thinking about like. Alex Albon and the Williams kerfuffle, which wound up catching out. We're making up words today on the show. No, kerfuffle is a word. Um, it, it's a it, it's an interesting word, and I like to say it. But hmm. basically, it means uh, uh, a situation that's prone to shenanigans, and shenanigans are things that you don't expect happening. So uh, it was kind of like that with Williams. Um, they. They made some interesting decisions on strategy both days. Uh, both and both times, Logan Sargent didn't have the experience. I feel like to cope with those changes, um, he was on slicks early both times, and on both days of uh, actual results placing, um, you know, qualified well, put put his Williams into Q three for the first time. And then crashed out and had to start tenth. And then they put him on the slicks early in the race, and he crashed out again. Um, I mean, there there was a lot of there was a lot of accidents. No one was hurt, fortunately. I think I'm I'm really glad that they did a short red flag period. I don't think they even needed to do a red flag period, other than to make sure that the barriers were safe, and due to the weather making it hard to do that. While plus, I think. Guanu's car got like stuck. Yeah. In there, it looked like it literally got deep into that barricade, and it probably yeah. took him a little bit to pull that car out. Yeah, I think I think there was multiple factors there. You didn't want a car on a live track that was unable to be removed, especially in a spot where they hydroplane so severely. So, I mean, the red flag was justified. I was a little annoyed with it during the race. Yeah, me too. And I'll get into that in a second. Or do you want me to get into, get it, into now? it now? Do get it. Get into it now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on it's um, on topic. Walker, who came on the show the other day, he brought up a good point. I mean, um, it's kind of like they were hoping for a safety car. Yeah. When the red flag happened, because yeah, like think about it. Max has just come in for full wets. A couple other cars coming. I think the Alpines have come in for full wets. Yeah. Um, Checo who had just come in, got it. They stopped the red flag that there. Yeah. He ended up changing that back, which was right for them to do. Uh huh. And then, but the thing was like. Joe crashes that, but that's just because he was not on the full wet. It kind of they're just like, again, the barriers weren't they were messed up and not too. But if I think they're just steering away. That whenever it just rains hard enough, they always want a red flag. It, I feel like yeah. it, there's no chance for them to go on the full wets. I mean, that's the first time I've seen uh-huh. full wets be used in Formula One besides like in a, a race car restart. Yeah, yeah in a race. Probably since I started watching Formula One. Yeah, so that really just highlights the uselessness of that tire. Because immediately after they red flagged it, everyone went back out on enters. 
It, yeah. it defeats the, the the tire is self defeating. It really is because the purpose is to throw as much spray as possible. But if it's raining that hard, there's going to be so much spray that being able to see is not possible. And so throwing more spray on top of that makes it even more difficult to see. On top of that, the grip on them is not that good. The warm up isn't that good. Um, the the tire itself is prone to becoming extremely slippery as the track dries out, and it actually gets riskier when there's not water on there. So it overheats. There's just a lot of deficiencies with tire that are built in due to the FIA specification. I don't blame Pirelli at all. I think the rules that the FIA put on the tire kind of caused its own problems. But as you see in a lot of fields, like anytime you solve one problem, there's going to be three or four new ones that come up that are unique to that solution. So finding a way around that and maybe even looking back at successful wet weather tires and what they did well and kind of going back and reworking that tire could be good or having a grippier wet tire make one that's a spray tire for like getting the spray off the track after it's come down really hard and make one that's got good grip you know so you can you can require the teams to switch tires and keep the racing going but have a tire that's made to get rid of the spray like the current one is the extreme wet and then having a more a, a tire that bridges the gap between the extreme wet and the intermediate because right now there is no in between it's either super super wet tire so like you know made to throw puddles and then they've got the intermediate which is on a wet to drying track so I, I don't know i think they need to bridge the gap thank you ben i think you just go back to one tire oh, compound God. All the way across the board, no, none of this wet or dry stuff, just one tire compound, none of this soft, super soft, hard. Well, they always had they always had one compound for dry and one for wet. Well, that, no, I that mean, might be a solution, you too. Just ha- you just have one overall. Really? Just one so, compound. So the dry tire is the same as the wet tire? Yes. Just like Would you st- do tire just changes? Just like start car racing. Well, they don't race in the wet. They did. They did. They did one time. Yeah, how'd that go? Um, we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, because it was at the Circuit of the Americas. Yeah. Obviously, I'm joking. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, I I want to see wet weather racing, but with it being so dangerous, I mean, we've been lucky the past couple of years. We haven't seen any crashes that really took away a driver's ability to drive. Yeah. In Formula One, and I mean, I'm I'm fine not seeing another one for a little while. I mean, I'd love to see one. I think you, me, and everybody that's listening right now would also love to see a wet weather race. But, I mean, if it's one of those things that we have to kind of uh, salute towards and can't really see anymore because of driver safety, I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm sure you can improve the tire and improve the car. but Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think too – true wet weather racing is really exciting in open wheels um and, and in closed wheel cars as well and sports cars but i think i think the best action comes when you have a good tire in a wet race um there that's where you get like the special moments like your belgium 1998s and your singapore 2004 or 2003 may have been 2002 but 
just where drivers put on an absolute ma- master class almost always comes in a wet race. And so I think to close my thought, we just need a good tire for that for that issue and something that is capable. Well, Ben, sorry to rain on your parade, but we have to go. To oh, oh and they're back. They're back, ladies and gentlemen. They're back. <laughs> but don't go anywhere. When we come back, we got That's some good. exciting news coming in the world. Noosh? News coming in the world of Formula <laughs> One. N E W Z. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Smooth Operators on Weagle 91.1 FM. And welcome back into Smooth Operators here on Weagle 91.1 FM. If you missed our first segment, we talked about the Netherlands Grand Prix. And now, me, Greg Blankenberg, and Ben McClarkin are going to talk about the news of Formula 1. News. The news. Ooh, that's news. Can't even do that. We got some news. News. But, yeah, we're talking about the news this week. N-E-W-G-E, news. N-E-W-S. Come on, let's spell it right. Greg spelled it with a Z uh, yes. while we were on our Cause break. Because I'm cool like that, I guess. I don't know. But the big news coming out of Formula 1 this week is, of course, the Mercedes drivers both getting extended contracts. Both Lewis Hamilton and George Russell are now under contract until the 2025 season. So they wow. will race the 2024 and 2025 season for Mercedes unless Lewis decides to retire. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> well, we always thought, like, Hamilton's not going anywhere else. This is his final stop. He's yeah. not going. He's not doing a victory tour at McLaren or anything like final that. stop yeah he's he's locked in man that does not shock me one bit and i mean george is doing fine lewis this season has looked a lot better he's still i still even though george finished ahead in the driver's points i think last season lewis still did better well, uh, george won a race though so he did had a better season i just say things went more Lewis his way Pelton. I'd say I'd say things went more his way uh, last season for George, but this season Lewis has been on form more. On form he's will still, be winning. He's still struggling to adapt to a car that's not as good. I think I think he's really just better at driving in the front, and Mercedes would like to keep <laughs> that him. That sounds there. like everyone. Yeah, well, Lewis is less problematic when he's at the front too. So. Yeah, true. Uh, Lewis Hamilton is, of course, fourth place this year, 156 points. He was one point off Fernando Alonso until Fernando got that P2 in yeah. the Netherlands. Yes, that was that was really impressive by Fernando. And I, I do want to touch on that. You know, while we're talking about McLaren and Mercedes and Alonso, the fact that Fernando Alonso is beating Lewis Hamilton in a customer team is just wild to me. That just really blows my mind. Um Mercedes being a works engine supplier for Aston Martin and McLaren, um, seeing both of those teams do really well and on some days better than Mercedes is just shocking, um, especially with the gains that Mercedes has made. That back, that back, or I guess the first four or five teams are just so tightly packed behind Red Bull um, that it's been it's been a better season to watch because it's much less cut and dry it's not red bull ferrari and then mercedes and then everybody else it's red bull and everybody else in much closer fashion and then there's alpine and no man's land and then there's the back markers 
you know, I think I think it's been more entertaining to watch in that regard. Um, and I gotta thank Mercedes for closing up and everybody else as well. So props to Mercedes for you know making a making a car that's not um, a milk truck <laughs> and can sometimes behave itself. So good job, guys. Well, here's the thing. No matter what that Mercedes car was going to be, I think Lewis Hamilton was going to stay at Mercedes. But I'm very surprised he at least, like, didn't try to get more money. Get or, your money up, not your funny up. Or say he was going somewhere to try to get some clicks or something. Man, because I, he just does not care, does he? <laughs> I, I would have liked to see Lewis at least talk about it because then – you could have had those discussions about like what what we see here in America with LeBron about like oh we had to leave Washed. Cleveland to go get a championship Washed. obviously yeah no he didn't no no uh, he had to leave um no he didn't Lewis He's mid with Lewis, LeBron is mid with that's a take right there anyways guys, guys, back to Lewis please back, back to Lewis circle um, I would have really enjoyed uh, the discussions on the Twitter and the Instagram and the Reddits and the, yeah. and the blanks of the world and the discussions between us of just how much those seven championships mean because he won a lot of those in very powerful cars. They don't, and mean, he lost, they don't mean anything. And he lost one in equal machinery. Um, <laughs> let's not forget let's that he not lost. forget that he lost one, one in, in equal, equal machinery. machinery. And one in, I guess, and in, one because in of equal. a gate. Yeah, one because of a gate. That's right. He won one, his first one, uh, and we talked about this in the last episode, due to Crashgate. Not directly due to Crashgate. He actually indirectly won due to Crashgate. He indirectly won due to Crashgate, but directly won because he finished seventh in a race in the last race of the season, and the guy he was competing against still won, but it wasn't enough. Um, And so circling back to that, you kind of think – it would you have know. been really nice to think about what Lewis Hamilton's legacy could have been if he went to another team, and he doesn't have to win yeah. one there. But he, if no. he like gets really close or gets a gets a couple podiums but, at a but you can at an Alp not an Alpine but um, you can imagine him taking like Aston Martin after they get their Honda sponsorship into a new blaze of glory alongside Fernando Alonso. I mean, he could re- in a Japanese third driver of he, Yuki Sonoda. That would just be a dream lineup. That'd all, be so awesome. All he's got to do is drive maybe three years, and then he can just go be an engineer. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he could be a crew chief for a NASCAR team. Yeah, he can. He can he? have Lewis's soothing voice come over the radio? All right, mate. So uh, you're gonna want to pass this guy on the outside. It's please. hammer time. It's hammer time, cut Bush. Um, <laughs> Step on it. <laughs> all right, we spent too much time on this, but yeah, next topic of discussion: Haas resigns both their drivers for next season what? without talking to any other driver. That was reported the other day. Well, okay. That's what I'm you talking about. Haas, Haas just yeah. USA, USA. Guys, I gotta be honest. Haas isn't doing their homework. There are better options out there. What are you talking about? They're Dude, better than Americans. They're not performing. And it might not be the drivers, it might be the cars, but 
They're performing. They're not last. They, they score points. They're doing their best right now to not make any impression on anyone. Oh, are you out here saying that Gunther Steiner does not know what he's doing? Yes. You don't know wheel. Yes, Gunther absolutely. Steiner knows wheel. Gunther absolutely knows saying wheel. that. You don't know wheel, Ben. Okay. When has Haas been successful? When they just started. You know who had no say in the hiring at that point? Gunther Steiner. They just took who they could get. And you know what? That's when they did their best. Who do you, you know? think was better for them to get right now? That would go to Haas, actually. Huh? Who would be better than those two than that go to Haas right At now? Haas? Who would go to Haas? Who would go to Haas? Nobody. Exactly. So why would they so this is Why would they bother them. talking to anybody? I don't know because that's your due diligence. So make your like driver, you need to make, do your job. Make your drivers feel comfortable. Resign them. No. Who would you go for then? You just said no one would go to Haas. So what would you do? Okay, let's let's look at like Ferrari Academy guys. Teo Porcher. Formula two. Um you you could bring back Italian Jesus. No. No. Antonio no. Giovinazzi. No. He is a Le Mans competitor. Bring in Jimmy in Johnson. Winning, bring in Jimmy. In a winning car. So Gio Gio actually is doing very well for Ferrari at the WEC. They need to bring in Jimmy Johnson. I don't know why they can't give him another shot to see if he's got more potential in Formula One. Maybe he doesn't. Um Garage fifty six showed up at Le Mans. They technically won more than Ferrari. So Give no, they Jimmy Johnson a chance. Ferrari won the overall no at Le Mans. No one cares. Garage Fifty Six okay. had more TikToks made about them. It's about them. It's about the Freebird sound of them passing the Super Formula car. Super Formula, or one of the cars that they passed, like one of the like the, Dude, the they, hyper cars. They, they beat pa- they beat the whole GT class, and they beat the whole LMP two and or no LMP three. LMP2 is actually faster than the hypercars. I think the real 24-hour Le Mans, you should go for all 24 hours. I think it's kind of a shame that they don't. Huh? They should drive the entire 24 hours themselves. One person? Yes. That's an opinion. That would make it a lot more interesting. That's that's sure a take. Wow. Yeah, think about this. No one – you give three trophies to to three drivers for one car's performance? Wow. Think about that. It's – it, like Nikita Maspin could put in that been putting that Ferrari car and would have been a winner. No. Yes. It's like a relay race, dude. Do you think relay races are stupid? You just proved me that you don't know wheel bin. Griggs, do you think relay races are stupid? A little bit. Dog, was you never a field day? You never got asked to run the race. My that's school didn't have track and field. No, no, no. You were <laughs> field day, though. <laughs> Sorry, that was so sharp, but come on now. No, nah, dog. You, <laughs> that's you, some. That's clearly, some, like, when y'all had field ooh. day in elementary school, nobody picked you, did they? No. We didn't have a field. We didn't, have, didn't like, have field day. We didn't have field day. We didn't have, like, we had, like, the inflatables that you would jump on and stuff like Griggs basketball is, and Griggs stuff. Griggs' big city school, like school didn't believe day. in athletics. Y'all didn't have, no, we like, do. A, we were ranked top 25 in men's high school basketball last year. Oh, oh, y'all didn't wow. have like a uh, we like didn't have competition. Football. We day? didn't have football. You didn't have football. No. What? We do it differently down the south. Uh, down dude, the south, you're you're you're, you're in the north. Six buddy. hours north of where I'm from. We're, I don't we're want probably to more closer to eight. Honestly, yeah, it's it's something ridiculous like but that. We know ball because we're we're hoopers. Oh, Anyways, hoopers, hoop, the hoop that. state is don't care. Anybody watch that sport? Everyone watches that okay, sport. Okay, well, to to circle back, um. Griggs has said we got, we got into my high school's basketball from yes, talking so, about Haas. So, so a quick recap. Both in North Carolina. A quick recap. Haas didn't do their homework. Uh, Griggs thinks relay races and multiple drivers in an endurance race is stupid. Um, 
And this man never got picked. For he was la- he was last picked for the relay race, which means that he didn't actually wind I mean, up I'm, running. When I'm friends with all my friends in high school were soccer players, who do you think is going to get picked last for races? The baseball player? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, no. Shout out Luke and Jordan. Charlotte likes basketball, but Griggs' high school didn't have a football yeah, Luke team. Luke Jackson. Um, so how do anyway. I make all of that make sense? I don't know. Um, anyway, Haas, let's get back. Anyways, well, makes sense. North Carolina, both North Carolina. Haas. Yeah, Haas um, is a North Carolina, air quote, North Carolina-based team. Faithful, baby. Um, um, but they could have gotten – they could have talked to somebody. Like I just, mean, Sergio Perez is probably going to be out in the job here a couple weeks. I mean, I don't know. That would be pretty impressive. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think Sergio would retire. If he can, If he can pull <laughs> off getting fired by Red Bull in a season where they dominate – both the constructors and the drivers' championships. If he can get fired during that, that's like Mercedes fi- firing Valtteri Bottas during I their mean, four in a row championship run with him and Sergio's Lewis. Sergio's only up thirty. Hold on, math time, math time. I mean, uh, he's only up thirty-three points now on Fernando. I mean, if he finishes second or third in the championship, well, yeah, okay, fine. You know, I'd understand getting rid of him, but I still think it's ridiculous because. Multiple times when Mercedes dominated a championship, Valtteri was third or fourth or second. Max is still winning the drivers' championship yes, by that's, himself. That's that's, <laughs> the, that's the level. Well, I mean, yeah, of course he's doing it by himself. It's an individual sport. I mean, in, in terms of results. Now, I think Max has scored more points in the past three races than Haas has in their entire career. I believe it. Uh, Haas has. Only had. We're just being mean to Haas there, today. Haas's to best finishing position is fourth. Um, you need to stop being. Same with Nico Hulkenberg. I don't think either of them are going to do that this season. Um, guys, just talk to somebody. Give give like a young driver a test. Well, unfortunately, man, we got to test the airwaves and go back to another PSA break. That wasn't as good as the first, but we'll get better at that. But when we come back, it's time for our recap of the uh, Formula 1 Pirelli Grand Premio d'Italia 2023. So do not go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Smooth Operators on Weagle 91.1 FM. And we're back, everybody. Smooth Operators, Ben McClurkin, Griggs Blankenberg, Noah Phillips. Um, and it's time for uh, my favorite new word. It's time for a precap. Today, we are going to be kicking off the weekend for the Italian Grand Prix located in Monza, Italy. The Temple of Speed, the Festival of Ferrari, the Christmas for Italians. Italians. Big um, weekend for Italians. Yeah, I was trying to alliterate there. Uh, but I couldn't think of anything that starts with the C that's Italian and in that region. So, well, ciao. Ciao. We're going to ciao. Uh, but cool. Yes, it is Perfect. the Formula 1 Pirelli Grand Premio d'Italia 2023 at the Autodromo Nazionale. These names Nazionale are getting too long. Monza. Autodromo Nazionale Monza. They really Monza. need to shorten the race names. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they got to get the sponsors in there. Uh, Italy. Ninth, uh, first, race, uh, first Grand Prix was held here in 1950. 53 laps at 5.793 kilometers a lap. Yes. 306.72 total race distance of kilometers. Yes. Lap record 
0.046, held by Crazy. Rubens Barrichello back in 2004. It's a hard CH. It's 11 okay. turns, two DRS zones, and probably one, I'd say, the shortest track in terms of, uh, short, uh, the le- track with the least amount of turns, I'd say. Is that correct? Uh, it's definitely one I mean, of the longer went, if tracks. If they went back to uh, Indy 500, be less turns. If they went, if they went to the old layout at Monza, get rid of the chicane. Yeah, from in which which chicane? Uh, the one on the straight. Ah, yes. Get rid of that. I imagine eleven turns definitely has to be the shortest track. Oh, shortest. Um, the least turns. Least turns. Not the there shortest. There you go. There you go. Griggs was trying to tie it into distance somehow, but they were not related. It yeah, is a very long track uh, with a very short lap because most of that lap is flat out at top speed, um, which is which is very exciting. I think Saudi Arabia Ooh, is actually, the only... Actually, no. Austria has the least amount of turns. Actually. Okay, yeah. It's according got like nine. To, five years ago, according to R-Formula 1 on Austria Reddit, has nine turns. By Nico Rossbot. Austria has 10 turns. Ten Monza turns. has 11. Can you name for me the track band that has the most turns? This is pre um, Miami and all these Ooh, other ones. Pre Miami, would it? Baku's still on the schedule. No, that's Baku tw- wasn't. That's 20 as of five years ago. Uh, Baku is 20? Yes. Uh, what would be more than that? Um, let's see, Monaco's only 12. No, that's 19. 19? Okay, wait, yeah. The hairpin counts as 1, 2, 3. Okay. Yes. Um. I'm replaying all these tracks in my mind. Is Spain up there? It is not at sixteen. Sixteen. This is again that's five still, years ago. That's still a lot of turns. It, um, we're wasting too much time. It's Singapore. No, no, no. Singapore. Twenty-three. Oh yeah, Singapore. Twenty-three turns. But yes, this track, the Temple of Speed. Um. What if the first Italian race of this year? Mm-hmm. What if hypothetically? Hypoth- okay. Let's get. We let's went, get, let's we get went back. On. We went back to the oval. What if we did that? Mm. Wait, the why, sing- can't, why can't we? Are do you that? talking about at Monza? Yes, at Monza. Uh, well, they tore it down, so that well, would we be a bit build, of a we logistical problem. They got it on iRacing. They do. They got it in the virtual world. No, Let's do you have, have iRacing? I do not. No, I don't have anywhere to put my wheel. You don't know wheel. Then. You got a desk, bruh. Yeah, but it won't hook up to my desk. It's like two. Wait, you own a wheel? I own a wheel. Would you be willing to sell it to me? No, because huh. I want to use it. Well, you haven't used it. Well, I have actually. I can, I can show you a video of my grandmother using it. Okay, that's pretty sick. It's Anyways, I racing at Monza with the banked oval. I would love that. Small problem. People have flown off the side of it. What would you do to combat the deaths that could be possible from driving a car with fl- very, um, very stiff suspension on a very, very I would hard simply, surface with a lot of bounces? I would simply tell the drivers to drive better. Toughen up. That's okay. That's it, brother. That's it. All right. Uh, and with that. Let's talk about racing a little let's bit Let's talk about racing. <laughs> so we're getting <laughs> off the rails on this episode. Uh, we are. The 2022 race results for this one was Max Verstappen finishing in first. There by, you go. Ahead of Charles Leclerc by 2.446 seconds. Charles Leclerc finished second. George Russell finished third for Mercedes. Yeah, this is a good race last year. Uh, fastest lap of the race went to Sergio Perez with a 16-11 Oh, I'm uh, sorry. No, that was oh, the time one. of the day. One twenty-four thirty. So, wow, that was that. Um, but yeah, I remember this being a good race last year. It was pretty close there. The Italians were booing yeah. Max. No, they were. Any comments on your your Italian esque compa- uh, compadres? My, my brothers will be there, locked arm in arm, ready to cheer on the 
prancing horses onto a victory, brother. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. But, again, Insane. when I look, I look at this track, there's just so – you're full throttle, what, 80% of the lap? Uh, Yeah, I think it's, it's the vast majority of the lap. There's really only three hard-breaking zones. Um, you got – You've got the chicane at the start of the race, at yeah. the start of the lap. Yeah, four and five. Yeah, you got you got turns four and five, and then eight, nine, ten, really. Eight, and nine, ten are super easy. But then you have like these like areas. basically ninety degree turns from six, seven, uh, eleven. You got to slow that down, hit the apex, come see, out of there before for before turn one. See, but six and seven they're super wide, so you can let the car wander a good bit. It'll be taking those fourth or fifth gear depending on you know your skill level and the weather. So I really don't see um, Williams having a hard time here. I think they'll do pretty well. McLaren. Ooh, that's, uh, gonna, that's is, working good for my predictions. McLaren's going to struggle, though. All right. McLaren will struggle, you think? Yeah, technically speaking, they should. Uh, the draggier cars, like the your Alfa Romeos and your McLarens and your Alphataris, they're going to have a harder time. And the the ones that are a little bit more slippery, like Williams and Ferrari and Red Bull, will do pretty well. Hmm. That's interesting. Kind of the same as the uh, Baku deal or the Saudi Arabia deal. The slippery cars have more fun on straightaways. So, so you can see a car like an Aston Martin kind of struggling here? Yeah, definitely do. Um, unless they go for a good low downforce package. And, I mean, we saw, we saw the McLaren – uh, at Silverstone running medium downforce and actually being the second fastest car when everybody else was running low downforce, which is very unusual. And I think their new rear wing that they should be coming out with could help. Um, we'll see. If the floor does most of the work at producing downforce and McLaren has managed that effectively, their top speeds should be pretty good. But we'll see. They've got a Mercedes engine, so always a threat. With that, anyway, thoughts. I mean, it'll be a good race. Things. I don't want to get into predictions just yet, uh, but I will. I will go ahead and say I was joking earlier about the uh, Ferrari fans locked arm in arm. It's going to be a crazy environment down there in Monza this weekend. Ah, oh, that's kind of the part I'm looking forward to. It'll be a great race, but that environment, man, it looks so fun to be there. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm doing an audible. We're going to do our predictions early so we can send the last oh, half yeah. of the show talking it. about our year anniversary. But, okay, let's start off, of course, with pole position. Mr. Uh, McClurkin, you are up first. P1 going to uh, the world champion, Max Verstappen. Mickey Mouse world champion. Oh, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm kidding. All right, Noah. This is not the bubble. Um, got, this is not the bubble. I don't know, man. Probably Max Verstappen. If I take guess. If I had to predict it, that's what I would predict. What does your heart say, though, Noah? It already says Charles Clark. <laughs> we need to do several Noah predictions for heart and then brain. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go Max as well. Just the way, I mean, he won this track last year, the way he's dominating a Formula 1. Going for the all-time record for most consecutive races won on Sunday, I believe that's correct. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, he's got a lot to prove this weekend. A lot, But there's not much left for him to prove except breaking a few of these Random records. Um, all right, next one up. We're gonna go. We're gonna go normal prediction. One that you could see happening. A non-podium prediction. A uh, non-crazy one. Mr. McClurkin. I expect to see 
Fernando Alonso executing four passes. Interesting one, Mr. Phillips. So get off of Snapchat. Gosh, um, man, you gotta pay attention. Uh, you said not crazy predictions. Not crazy predictions. That's, that's what I thought. Get a tame I'm one. Trying to, I'm trying to think, man. It's hard to predict these. Um, these are, these are the ones that should be easier to predict. <laughs> that's that's yeah, usually like, not the case. Yeah, but I have to like choose. I have a crazy prediction cooked up, but um, normal one. Give me one yellow flag. One caution. Actually, okay. wait. Hang on. I'm gonna change Here we that. Go. Give me two. Two. Two drivers that do not finish. Two DNFs. Two DNFs. Two DNFs. There you have it. Two DNFs. All right. Time for Phil's pick. Um, Phil. Here what you got, Phil boy. Do I go back to the Frenchman? No. Don't don't speak don't anything on the it. French because it winds up just not going you well. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm going double points Alpine. <laughs> oh, 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 they're gonna double, double points Alpine. They're gonna it's, race each I'm other down the straights I've, and it's gonna I've, be an explosion. I'm gonna test it again. All right. Not. We're going crazy wild prediction. Ben. Okay. Uh we're getting insane here. I expect to see two Williams into Q three. Um, not not like I think I'm gonna see. I expect it. I think it's likely. Um, and I guess that's crazy given you know how their season is going. But our American boy is running out of time. Yeah, he is, and he needs a result. And Monza's an easy track, so hopefully he doesn't screw it up. <laughs> you know, no driving in F1 is easy, but Monza's kind of the place where if you have a fast car that makes very little drag. Luke Combs reference. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. No problem. Uh, All right. Yeah. Noah. I'm going to go ahead and take out my crystal ball and look into the fi- uh, future, and I will say that Twitter will be on fire due to the fact that there will be some controversy with turn 11 and how people take that corner. Track limits debate? Track limits debate. Uh, there always seems like there's one, but I think something will happen in this race that forces a a fire to burst out. A Twitter, Twitter storm is coming. Throw up VX. All right, Phil. What you got? You've not earned the right to call me Phil yet. Oh, uh, you call yourself that, I'm, so I'm, I'm going kidding. to call um, you that. It's your name. I'm kidding. Um, I think we're going to see the leg brace lady come back. Leg brace lady? From- oh! <laughs> 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 the one that- <laughs> uh, but seriously. <laughs> lady um <laughs> but seriously um we're getting canceled for that sergeant top eight at top eight or above sergeant top eight so points not just a point not just two points four a few points a few points that's um, a take right there right. i'm Last excited one, to see how that ages. we're gonna go podium no urban uh podium goes verstappen p1 um Give me what part of quick do you not understand? I know, I know, I know. Give me a Norris P two and give me a Perez P three. This is not gonna go well. No. P three, give me Perez. P two, give me Max Verstappen. And in P one. No. It's happening <laughs> this weekend, boys. It's, it's not. happening. <laughs> it's you not. hear that? You hear that? Hey, you hear that straight. Gold, cash, money. Charles Leclerc is going to take home a trophy this weekend coming in P1. I cannot right, wait ready. to see how go. that ages. P3, Lewis Hamilton. Okay. 
P2 Land and P1 Max. No, he did not. It's it gonna, happened. It's happened. It happened. But he you know what? You know it's what's gonna have space. to happen right now, Ben. We're gonna it's have gonna to go have to a happen. PSA break. I'm oh sorry. man, I would hate to leave right now, but here we are. We have to go to a PSA break. But do not go anywhere. When we come back, we are recapping one year of Smop. Records have been broken. We've done incredible things here. Do not Records. go anywhere. You're listening to Smooth Operators on Weagle 91.1 FM. And welcome back into Smooth Operators here on Weagle 91.1 FM. We're coming to you live from the Bradley Bay uh, studio inside the Melton Student Center. I'm Noah Phillips, the man of my rights, great bunking bird. The man in front of me is Ben McCorkin. And we're celebrating Hello. one whole week of doing this talk show slash podcast. You mean one year? One year. <laughs> one <laughs> and welcome to it's, our first show. It has felt like a, it's only felt like one week, uh, folks. It feels like just yesterday, Greg's was coming up to me and saying, you know what we need to call it? I don't know. Uh, I remember, I remember when Greg's asked me what I thought about a podcast, um, a few, a few moons ago at RUF when I met Ben first friend uh, I met there. And then he's like, like, yeah, and then he's like, so you like formula one? I was like, yeah, I and do. I'm like, I'm just getting into it. So he's like, well, we need to watch a race together. And he was like, I'm in Weagle. You want to do a podcast? And I was like, Sure. And I remember, I remember the first time coming in to record the intro and just being super nervous. And immediately, oh, yeah, I that. and immediately, as soon as I talked into that mic, that just went away. And I have thoroughly enjoyed making this show and being involved in in Weagle, um, a great student led organization here at Auburn. And I just wanted to say, like, this has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's been so much fun. Like sending memes to you guys every single week. Never been, never going on social media, so he's not in tune with the with the coverage. That's okay. Um, I'll send you out of touch F one memes. You need to be more chronically online. He's out of touch. He's out, out of time. Um But yeah, this has been crazy. I remember going to Noah. I joined Weagle my freshman year, saw a uh, second semester with Daniel. We were doing the Eagles Nest. And then I met Noah through that. Noah would come on every once in a while when I first got into Formula One, which was the very – I watched the first race. If you never listened to the show before, I got into F1 watching the 2021 Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. That's a way to start, isn't it? It's a great way to start. Can't get better than that. I, mean, then, dang. <laughs> I mean, dang. I mean, My roommate Joey, who's been on the podcast before, is, was the one who got me. He's like, dude, you need to watch this. So I was t- texting with him all the time, like, this is boring. And then the last – of course, Nicholas TV's great adventure and Michael Massey's great uh, great adventure happened as well. <laughs> and then that got me into Formula One, so shout out Michael Massey. But then um, <laughs> I watched, um, after that, I watched all <laughs> Drive to Survive and I just got hooked. And then I'm oh, not yeah. a DTS fan, so like, as in just because of that. You are now? I mean, I watch, I mean I've watched every single race that's happened besides the last year's Japanese Grand Prix. Of which he fell asleep for. Yeah, that was uh, not good. Oh. I did not. I made it. I made it through. Well, you all, I was back in also the Eastern Time Zone, so it was kind of. That's true. I, it was three hours, and I just came back from a football game. I remember. I'm, I set alarms on my computer, and then I woke up at like seven a.m. to golf on my computer, and I was very upset. Now I didn't watch the whole Japanese Grand Prix, and we've we've talked about this before uh, when we were recapping it. <laughs> I fell asleep right as the safety or as the uh, red flag started, 
And, oh. I, and I woke up and there was um, like five, there was like two laps left. So I watched the last two laps and then fell back asleep. I was like, oh, I'll watch the podium in a second. And I wake up and there's golf on and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> this is the common theme with the Navity's Grand Prix golf. Yeah, what but, is happening? But yeah, I went to Ben. I remember when we teased yeah. this to people when we were t- tweeting it out, me and Noah originally. The hype We're building. starting it up, yeah. Um, the, the How yeah. far the show's come, it's, I don't... I don't mean to toot our own horn sometimes, but we are now the most actively listened to show at Weagle in terms of downloads. Where does that include? Is that just sports or is that everything all around? Everything. Wow, which is incredible! One thousand two hundred eighty-eight downloads in a little under a year. This is from August sixteenth. Thirty-two states in the United States, fifty-four countries, which we uh, doubled our countries from the last time I took numbers wow. on May fifth. We went from seven hundred fifty-four downloads. To in August, 1,288. Went from 24 states to 32, 27 countries to 54. It's just been unreal, the support we've gotten from all over the world, from here in the United States to France to England. We've had a bunch of listeners from there. Uh, Italy, Spain, Brazil. I mean, I can name every country that we've... It's hard to be hard to name every country we listen to. Australia, New Zealand. Bosnia. Bosnia. Bosnia, South Africa. And you um, know... We couldn't have done it without you guys. Yes, you. The support has been overwhelming, and though our Twitters get like three or four likes <laughs> per tweet, you, you, the people focus on the, the product, not the not yeah. the promotion of the. You product. guys, you guys, who keep coming back and listening to our show. Um, I mean, we've really we've done forty three episodes. We've really, done the only forty episodes. Forty three. This is our forty third episode today. I mean, we've done an episode. So that means we the really the only time we really didn't do any episodes was like r- during winter break, yeah. And then right when we came back for school, we didn't do a couple episodes. And we're now break. we're now geared up to do that as well. We so, are, even though we will have not a lot to talk about. But then again, when we're not in our hour time slot, if we go online, exactly, we don't, or record them, we don't, we don't necessarily we don't need to, to talk. We don't have for to go for the hour. whole hour about <laughs> one livery launch, which yeah. was. Which that was brutal. terrible. Y'all, that, get, y'all get ready for February and January because yeah. it's going to be the same exact thing. And you know what? I do want to say, like, the, those of you that stuck with us when we were recording in the winter and had nothing to talk about and are actually, like... Y'all are the real ones. Y'all are, y'all are the real ones. Um, and I wanted to say that, like, there's just been so much craziness that y'all have put up with. Noah thinking Michael Schumacher oh, passed away. God, yeah. That comes to mind. Uh, That's just, our most just that, that, that just episode, that late, that just that late night, like twelve o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, that, that episode, late night episode was that we, just that didn't the best. save. The episode that we had that didn't save, we had to come back. Or was that me? That was, that was me and Daniel. Daniel, for yeah, that. yeah, I was, um, I was on that. The episodes where we couldn't get into the studio that yeah. day, we'd come in at night to just do it. It'd that be was, like after a basketball game. It would be like 10 p.m. I had lost my voice that night and was just kind of. It, it was literally in the studio, just me, Ben, and Noah, and, um, and there was and not Liz, a soul. And Liz in the entire student center at like 11 p.m. at night. That was incredible. Um, hang on, hang on. I, I, y'all got you two got your sentimental yeah, parts let, let, at the beginning. No, yeah, get in. let's I, let I, Noah I want, get in on this action. Dude, I want to do a NASCAR podcast. Yeah. When no. we started out, like I was, I was ready. I was gonna do it by myself. Then Greg's like, "Well, we should do Formula One." So we've been doing Formula One ever since then. And I still want to do a NASCAR podcast. <laughs> we throw in, I'm so we, tired. We throw in NASCAR all the time. I'm so you. tired of talking about this European sport. We got Premier League. We got promotions. We got the notions. Man, I don't even know what's going on. Well, we don't got stages in. 
<laughs> in F1. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand the NASCAR I, system. Of I anything. am so no. When, no, for your exchange of letting us deal with you, talk about Formula One. We're gonna let you keep talking about NASCAR. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, we very, promise you can get one NASCAR reference per episode. Um, in all seriousness, no, I've loved doing the show with you guys. Been an absolute pleasure. Um, we're gonna keep it going too. We are gonna keep it going, and at some point, Ferrari's gonna win, and this show's gonna be insufferable. Imagine we I go the rest. Imagine we go the rest of our collegiate career without Ferrari winning a race. No, it's not gonna happen. Uh, but that's then again, happen, before we know what hits that to go, don't hit that yet. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. For the past year, it's been a blast. I love you all. Love these guys in this room. It's been a pleasure. We can't wait to do another year with y'all to more time and we go here in the stew with them. But that is going to do it for our episode today. If you missed any of today's show, you can check it out on your favorite podcast platform wherever you get your podcast. If you feel so inclined as well, follow us on Twitter at SMOP Podcast. But until next week, uh, it is for Ben McClurk and No Phillips. I'm Greg Swankberg. This has been Smooth Operators on Weagle 91.1 FM. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, everyone, and War Eagle.